On Monday, August 8th, Tall Can Audio hits 1,000 episodes. Wait, that's still on? Who could possibly still care? And the gang is all here to celebrate. It's euphoric. It's got to be close to Nirvana. It's outstanding. For the first time ever, Maddie, Michaela, Rob, and Matt are all live in studio together. It's happening, you guys! It's happening! Oh my god! Oh my god! I wish you all were here! Is this likely to go well? Just check my notes here. No! At least it will make a lot of noise. Boom. Here comes the boom. A thousand pods and a thousand pints. I don't think I've ever been as proud in my entire life. TCA 1000 drops Monday, August 8th, wherever you find low-quality podcasts. Fuck, it's out of control. Shit. Here's Bunting. For Marner, with Matthews, Marner closes, shot, scores! Yes, 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 number 34 is on the board, and the Leafs on the lead again! Matt and Maddie's manic Maple Leaf musings. Here it is, scores! Buds and bolts. Here we are, buds and bolts. Game five in the books. The Toronto Maple Leafs lead the series three games to two after a, oof, not an easy one against the defending champs. Uh, but they will head down to Tampa with a chance to close things out. Before I bring in Maddie, I just want to let the good listener know I know we've gone heavy on the Leafs here in the last little bit. Uh, on Thursday morning, our usual guest slot, Graham Nichols, the sixth sends, will be with me. And we'll be talking about the Ottawa Senators, everything that's gone on since the passing of Eugene Melnick. Um, obviously, now Ottawa knows where they're going to be drafting. It's actually been an awful lot of news, the firing of Pierre Maguire. Uh, a lot of news around the Senators uh, since they played their last game. Graham Nichols will join me, a uh, longtime friend of the show. He's been on a few times. And on Sunday, uh, I should mention that uh, Steve Bunda and Graham Creech will be on. Now, those of you who've been listening for a while know that those are the guys who normally join me right before a big UFC card. This isn't going to be a fight show. Rob is out of town, so this will be uh, those guys sitting in for the usual Sunday news and notes. Whatever's going on in the world of sports, we'll have a pint or two, and uh, and it'll be good to uh, to have those guys in, and we'll let them stretch out a little bit. Won't force them to talk about uh, just the UFC. We'll, uh, we'll let them uh, get into whatever's going on that day. But this one is all about the Leafs uh, and the Lightning, buds and bolts. And uh, man, it's been stressful. It has not been easy. Matty, how are you holding up after that one? I'm exhausted. I feel like I just I just ran for an hour and a half uh, onto the ice and then played a doubleheader. I don't know, man. I'm sweating. I- I'm ecstatic. My heart's still pounding. I got an Apple Watch here <laughs> that uh, that it's programmed to tell you automatically, like, hey, we've noticed your heart rate is elevated. Have you started a workout you'd like us to map? I'm like, um, no, I haven't. <laughs> but uh, the heart rate was sitting at 151 with a minute and a half to go. That sounds about right, buddy. I mean, I, I have a tendency. I've hit this part of my life now as a Leaf fan where I, in the playoffs, stand more than I sit. Yep. I don't know if you're if you're much like me at this point. If you've hit that dad age of being a Leaf fan just yet, and I, I tend to, you know, I give the boys the seats. I stand right, and I'm kind of I'm half in the kitchen, 
I'm half on, the, on one of the standing chairs. Doing a little pacing. Yeah. I can pace a little bit. I can, I'll get the boys to drink. You know, like you, you kind of make I, – I couldn't. I didn't know if I wanted to kneel, lie down, <laughs> sit, have my hand between my knees. I was – uh, just emotions all over the place. Right. Uh, it was a big night. Uh, let's start here. This one, uh, I, I wasn't sure what beer I wanted to go with here. Maddie, this is from Cameron's Brewing Company out of Oakville. Uh, Love them. It's one of my favorites. This is called Jurassic. And uh, I'm taking a bit of a long way around here, but uh, this is a shout out to Leaf fans that were either in Jurassic Park, otherwise there we are. Was, uh, Maple Leaf Square, or in the building. Um, I saw it coming. Yeah, the, the crowd was passionate. It was incredible. Um, so this is a 6.8% IPA. Uh, actually kind of funny. I got a, a three-year-old nephew who's uh, big into dinosaurs. That's his jam. And uh, he spotted this just before his grandpa's birthday, going through oh, there you the, go. uh, uh, the grocery store <laughs> at some point, and he's going, dinos, dinos. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, it's a beer. Let's get those for grandpa for his, for, uh, for his birthday. So I ended up with a couple of them up here, uh, 6.8% IPA. We'll see what that's all about. Uh, what did you get into today? Um, I, I mean, as you know, because we were texting about this, I unfortunately had to work for the first period. Yeah. Um, I was able to move my schedule up a little bit, so I got out of work a little early, which meant I was home uh, for the beginning of the first intermission, which was nice. I had time to I even stop by the LCBL uh, and, and get in. So, uh, unfortunately, not too, too crazy. Uh, <laughs> it is midweek. And, you know, it is a Tuesday, I think, yeah. right? It's a Tuesday. So, I just picked up a pack of seltzers for the boys, just a couple uh, seltzers. Keep it nice and simple. Keep it smooth. Nobody get too, too riled up on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> the big week still left ahead, True, but you know, just just enough to keep the lips wet, you know, yep. keep the uh, anxiety down just a notch. So, I wish I had something cool from Cameron's, one of my favorite places. Honestly, every time I'm in the west of this city, it happens to be right beside the IKEA, which is great. Yes, and I'm not a Costco shopper, but that's actually where I'm pretty sure they get most of their business from because they're right beside the uh, Costco of the West End there. <laughs> uh, and also, there's like. They're just nice people in there, right? They're always friendly, always got new beers coming out. So uh, if anybody's in Toronto, it's just off the 403, right by Ford Drive. Make sure you stop in. I wish they knew me by day and that'd sound a lot cooler, but good place. It's, uh, it's good stuff. But uh, yeah, tell them Maddie sent you. See what happens. Um, <laughs> look, man, you missed uh, the first period. It did not start well. Um, and if we look at this, and, and we'll make our way through, we'll bounce around a little bit here, but uh, Toronto had 78%, or Tampa, excuse me, in the first period had 78% of the expected goals. Toronto had 78% in the second period and 79% in the third. So there was a massive turnaround as the game went along. But I said to you at the end of game four, I would judge the Leafs based on how they came out and started game five, right? Is this a team that's ready to fold or is this a team that's ready to bounce back? And that first 10, 15 minutes, they looked like a team that was ready to fold, if we're being honest. Listen, I took a little heat online for this, but let, let me just say that. We had that conversation the other night. Maddie here gets off work, you know, logs out, cleans his, cleans his room up, checks Twitter. Now you check Twitter. Check the Leaf app. Oh, my God. Yep. It's five minutes into the game. Again. I check again. Now it's 10 minutes in. Now it's eight shots. So I have a little Twitter meltdown. <laughs> it's true. And, and who's the guy telling me to relax? I, I, I don't know, man. This is what I was going to say is I was still feeling reasonably calm because I replied to you and said, 
We're all right. We're good. It's still early. I, I, for whatever reason, I didn't think they were playing as bad as everybody else who was joining you in the collective meltdown. Um, and I know you hadn't been able to see it. You just saw the eight, one and shots or whatever it was. And the thing that was concerning was it looked like they were gripping their sticks a bit, which we've seen before. They got a power play very early on. Uh, yeah. big, yeah. stupid Corey Perry takes a penalty, uh, too many men on the ice penalty that he didn't have to take. And they, nobody wanted to shoot just pass, 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 pass. Nobody would shoot the puck. And, and that was a little bit concerning. Uh, Tampa comes down and scores right after that power play and then gets a power play of their own. Um, and the momentum is all going against you. But there was just something as we went through the game, I'm like, it's not that bad. Like we're down and I don't know that Tampa is going to give this back to us, but we're not playing that poorly. And sure enough, in the second period, and uh, we had a little bit of a delay here before we started recording, so I was following some of the post-game pressers. Both John Tavares and Austin Matthews stated um, that in the first intermission, Jason Spezza stood up and gave a speech and said, not good enough, not battling enough, not skating enough. We have to be better. And sure enough, man, they came out in the second period like they were shot out of a cannon uh, and were by far the better team for the last two periods pressing 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 the entire time um i mean outside of the third goal there by tampa which he kind of just felt was going to come by the way they were cycling the puck there and they got they got a little lucky a little trip on riley in front of the net kind of set that up for them yep. uh to be to be perfectly honest but that happens and you know hey a full march for for tampa's third or fourth line whatever you want to call those guys getting in there again um Man, it, listen, it, top to bottom, the Leafs just looked better, right? I mean, this was the first time I really watched Gio out there where it looked like he was just... Okay, let me start like this. I didn't see Muzzin on the ice, and we've talked about that. That's a good thing. Yep. Number two, Gio seemed like he was everywhere. Riley looked really good offensively, except for, again, getting tripped in front of that, getting stripped one time, giving up that breakaway. Um, Martyr looked great. Austin obviously looked good. They were battling for the puck. William Nylander was just looked like he was everywhere on the ice today. Yeah. Even John Tavares woke up from his cat nap and actually decided to be our captain there for a bit, even oh, though that goal was really hard on JT on his breakout night here, man. Listen, I, come on, that was Willie doing the hard work there. He just happened to be the guy in front of the net there. Um, Willie's goal was just lights out, though, man. Sure. That 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 coming to the left and shooting to the right was just a thing of beauty, putting it right under Vasilevsky's arm. Um, and, and listen, we soup again. I missed the first two goals, so you know, kill me for that. But man, soup was just outstanding. Well, the, the saves late he was in making. the first period, he makes five or six like key saves. <laughs> that if it gets to three nothing in the first period, it's probably over, right? It's probably yeah. done. You fold up the 10, you start to feel bad for yourself. The crowd's too deflated. He held them in there a little bit. I didn't think, um. Yeah, I thought one of the goals, I'm trying to remember in which order they came. I think the first goal, yeah, Stamkos was left wide open. What are you going to do? The second one on the power play, uh, it gets through. I I think I'd have liked to have seen a save there off Hedman, but again, it is what it is a little bit, right? On a power play, it's a great shot. Fair enough. But the rest of the way, man, he was just steady, right? Just steady. And again, we talked about Spezza and the fact that I guess he gave that speech during the first intermission. When they're down to nothing, he comes to the bench at one point during a TV timeout, and Spezza gets off the bench and goes talk, to talk to him. So these are the little things yeah, yeah. why you want to keep Spez in the lineup, right? These are the little things he's bringing for you. Yeah, and I was happy to see Spezza obviously in the lineup today. Um, you and me talked about it a little bit 
earlier today about, hey, you know, I don't like Nylander getting bumped down to the third line. And it doesn't look like that. If that was how it was in the first period where I missed, definitely wasn't away on the second period. They had him out with Austin. They were mixing the lines up. Yeah. I thought that was good. You know, you got the last change here as the home team. We've got a bunch of star players. We got guys can put the puck. If it's not working, change it up. You know, sometimes even for a shift or two, right? Just get things moving in a different way. Open guys' eyes up, and that it seemed to work, man. I mean, I thought Keith had a pretty good game today. Uh, you know, every ho- every coach should be better at home, anyways. But it seemed like he had a good game. He stuck with his guys. I he, his was the only presser I caught at the end. Um, you know, I, I I don't always love watching hockey pressers because it's a lot of yeah, we got the puck in deep and we've tried real hard. Yeah. Um, to no matter how you phrase the questions, but. Uh, it was good. It, this, this just seemed like the Leaf, even more so than that 5 nothing win, this seemed more like the Leaf team that we had watched all season that just had the guts and kept saying, hey, we're different. Yeah, I hey, think that's Hey, we're, right. we're going to be there. Because coming out of uh, Game 3, we talked about it. That was a depth win, right? You got Kampf scoring again, right? You've yeah. got... Um, I can't I, whether Ingval got one there. Like some of your your depth guys were scoring in that one, and tonight at home when you needed them, the big guys did it. Right? Willie gets two. JT gets one. Nylander, uh I may have had that wrong. Nylander had uh, he had one today. He had one. Yeah, he, he, had one. he scores one, and it's a great one. JT gets one. Matthews gets one. Right? Like the guys that you needed to did what they were supposed to do, and. When it got tight again, when Tampa tied it up and everybody starts to go, oh boy, can they handle it? It's Mitch and Matthews who last year were the ones not getting it done who come down and make the play to get you the win that you need, right? This was the guys that you're paying to do the job doing the job. 100%. 100%. And I, you know, it was funny last game, you know, even as we were pushing towards the end, me and my buddy were saying, you know, they get in those two-on-ones, and they're always trying to be a little too pretty. And for God's sake, would you just put it on the ice? Look for that rebound. That's clearly so as, what he did this time. As it was coming up, we're like, please do it. Please do it. <laughs> just put it on the ice. Just put it on the net. Put it on the net. You can see in the Thank replay, God. right? He puts it off that far pad that's intentional yep. to try and bank it back out into the slot <laughs> Super for Matthews. Intentional. And yep. Matthews turns to him and, uh, you know, in the celebration and says, nice fucking pass. He yep. knows that's yep. a pass. That's exactly what that was supposed to be. It's just using Vasilevsky yep. as... If you, if you played hockey enough, you know, sometimes you bank it off the goalie, you bank it off the boards, you bank it off defensemen, wherever you can, right? You're, you got to use whatever that bumper is to get the puck because the defensemen are so good in this league at breaking those passes up. And that was just textbook. I mean, that was just beautiful to watch, honest to God. I, I, That's as good I as that know. play gets. It couldn't have I mean, I don't, I don't know what my vertical is, but I, I, I passed this today. I would have I would have been in the Olympic City <laughs> with my vertical, I tell you, when that goal went in. But. Um, what do we think at this point of all the penalties we're still taking? <laughs> because we talked a few times on the show as the series has moved along that it looks like they're holding that regular season standard. And I can't believe, frankly, both teams have not adjusted yet. Like, Mm -hmm. it's been made crystal clear that they're going to keep calling this shit. And we're still taking... Look, at the end of the the first period, the penalties were already 4-3 for Toronto. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I can't believe they haven't figured it out yet. And, like, we were one of the least penalized teams in the league through the entire regular season... Now we're, you know, by far one of the most in the playoffs. 
I, well, I, well, listen, man. I, I, since when is cross-checking Corey Perry in the face a penalty? Yeah, I think that's something we all just understand. I thought that was okay, time time, right? Like yeah. that was just a normal part of hockey last yeah. time I checked. But yeah. now that's a penalty in the playoffs, whatever. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because um, I don't know, feel like they're, I don't feel like they're against Toronto, right? Like I feel like they're close enough, right? And Toronto just keeps doing the same shit. They're all stick fouls, right? They're cross checks, they're hooks, they're whatever. I, stop it. You know, I, <laughs> I know it, it's catch twenty two for the Leafs, though, right? If the Leafs don't do that, what are they here? The Leafs aren't battling. The Leafs aren't fighting. Yep. The Leafs, you know what I mean? That's it's it's going to be catch twenty two for this team because they've been labeled the soft team for so long. It's true. So they they can't afford not to push back. Right. Right. And we've seen this in, in deep series. If you're a team like Boston, even if you're getting penalties over a course of seven games, that wears another team down. You got to put the body. That, that's my fear with this series is that both these teams are just kicking the crap out of each other. Oh, and yeah. it's going to be a it's going to be a tough turnaround. Well, Washington and Florida are beating the shit out of them, each other pretty good on the other series too. So. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> thank God, right? Everybody but Colorado got the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, but, but that's that's what this is, right? This is this is a little bit of a grind now. I think no, maybe this is because this is the Toronto Tampa series. Maybe it's get, being called a little tighter than some other series. Because I can't, but it's way up across the it's, uh, across the league. I, I, wait, it, it, it's up, yeah. it's up, and I mean, we're, we're what are they at? Like two hundred and forty penalty minutes or something insane, <laughs> right? Like you've never seen this before, outside of that one like Philly Toronto series when we we filled the box up, you know, on fighting calls, but, right? Uh, outside, I mean, this is definitely different, but it's also what all Leaf fans always and Leaf fans, Edmonton fans cried about last last. Uh, I was going to call it winter, but last summer, the yep. time they got the playoffs going around. We were all saying, call "Hey, it. if you're, you can't have, you can't not call it on Connor. You can't not call it on Austin. Yep. This is insane. You're never going to grow the game this way. You can't change the way things are called. The NFL doesn't do that, right? But now right? they're so you, calling it, and it's Connor and Austin's teams that are committing the lion's share of the, the most. Again, right? The two teams that keep getting labeled kind of a little, little uh, like wet napkins, right? But yeah. they'll they'll learn, right? And if there's anything we know from from the NHL is if you win playing this type of hockey, all of a sudden you don't get those calls. Or sorry, you start getting those calls go your way, right? Yeah. How many times does Bergeron, should he take a call? Or Chara take a call? Never happens, right? Because yep. you kind of get that rub a little bit. You get that superstar rub sometimes. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with it because it's going both ways. Yep. Um, it's just shocking and, and, that neither team has thus far been able to go, okay, I see what they're calling, and I'm going to stop doing it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was surprised. I mean, the one I was really surprised at today was, um, and I, I call the TSN turning point here on this one, it's Stamkos giving the, the high five right. into the face there when they had the power play, right? Yeah. Looking to make the comeback. And, uh, Did you not away, feel sorry. like, I felt like that to me, that was the makeup call for the one they called on Mitch in the first when Toronto was on the power play. I think it was late in the first. Maybe you hadn't seen it yet. Toronto's going on the power play six seconds in. He gets his stick up, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, off he goes. Uh, to me, this was the makeup for that. We're taking away a power play. and I, Yeah, and maybe that was. I mean, this I, I, I didn't actually see that that call yet, so yeah. uh, I can't tell you, but like Stan Coach just had his stick way too high. Yeah. You yeah. know, he... he, he not to say he knew what he was doing, but this is Steven Samkos. He knows how to control a stick. He knows where the guy is on the ice. Yeah. Um, 
It's, it's funny how much I've learned to hate Steven Stamkos over this playoffs. Yeah, it's taken one week. Fuck that guy. Yeah, not even like three games. <laughs> yeah. I'm out there calling him a mouth breather out there. <laughs> yeah. So we have arrived at the same spot we've been at a few times now, Maddie. In, uh, in 2019, Toronto goes up 3-2 to two on the Bruins uh, with a chance to come home and close it out. They don't do it, and they have to go back to Boston, and they lose Game 7. Last year, of course, they're up 3-1 to one on Montreal before they lose games 5, 6, and 7. And oh, now they are up 3-2 to two on Tampa, heading back to Tampa with a chance to close it out. Uh, and, of course, if necessary, a game 7 back at home. This is the part where they have failed to get it done in the past. You have to go out there and you have to drive the stake through their fucking heart and end somebody's season. This game did not get off to a great start. But to me, they showed something in the, we're not going to collapse here, we're not going to fold. They came back in the second and third period and were by far the better team. How do you feel heading into game six and seven? Are you any more confident than you have been in those past years? You you know, I knew knew you were going to ask me this fucking question. I I knew you were going to ask me this fucking (laughs) question. And the the truth is, if I had to be 100% realistic with you, I don't know if I feel any more optimistic or confident. Got to see it first. Because we haven't seen it. Yeah. And this goes back to game four. When you have a chance, you're up 2-1, and they don't even show up. Yep. We come out today, you know, you know your season's on the line here, being the home team. You got it, and the crowd was amazing, like they have been. Yep. And you come out for the first ten minutes, and you don't. Great, full marks for showing back up. Full marks for fighting back. Full mark twice for fighting back and winning that game. Right. Because Tampa was buzzing too. Right. It's not like the Leafs were just the only team playing out there. Tampa was buzzing too. Kucherov was all over that goddamn ice. Sergachev was all over the goddamn. John ice. Cooper playing some more mind games in his post game presser, saying, uh, "I just feel like." We're not making them earn it. We just keep giving it to them. I, oh. He did that before, said that was a freebie after game one. And game one kind of was a freebie, if we're being honest. Tampa didn't yeah. show up. This one, Toronto earned this one. Listen, we, we're we making Vasilevsky look like a regular goaltender. Yeah. And may, you know this is maybe the best skilled team that Vasilevsky's had to play in the playoffs. Maybe. See, I'm talking skill-wise. Not talking best team. I'm saying skill-wise, yeah, right? Could be. So if there's any team that's going to put the pressure on the guy, it's this guy. And you, here's the thing. The next six periods at max, but the next three for sure, are going to be absolute hell. The Leafs are going to have to walk through hell and back in the Amelie Arena. Yes. And if they do not understand that, if they think they're going to be able to come back after a bad first period... If they think they only have to play fifty minutes or fifty-five minutes, they're not winning that game. Well, some this of the talk has, to be has been down. that Toronto won Game One, felt like okay, here we are, and maybe let their guard down a little in Game Two. Then they won Game Three and go, okay, we got the split on the road, and you know we don't have to get the next one, and maybe didn't show up. You don't want to do that again. Like you don't want to go down to Tampa thinking, well, we've got Game Seven back at home, we'll be okay. You have to drive the fucking stake through their heart, like I'm saying, man. Do not this, let them up. Not only has this been this team's Achilles heel for three years now, four years, if you want to include that uh, Columbus yeah. 
BS in game game five or whatever that was. Right. Um, man, you. God, not only that, but it's the defending champs. Yeah, they're not going to go down easy. They're not. They don't want to end their season. No. They still think they've got a chance. They're not going home. Now they're go. They're looking back to Toronto. Yep. There's no doubt they think they're coming back for Game Seven. They have to win two in a row now, and they're perfectly capable of doing that. So you need to make sure that you're perfectly capable of stopping that. This is a make or break, and I hate to put the pressure on. I hate to say it sound like that mainstream media from sports in here, but they've got to show up, and they've got to show us they can do it. This is a, I, I mean, honestly, if they don't, I don't know what happens to this team, and I, I think we're all pretty confident in that. Oh, yeah. To be, but if, if they don't get it done, there'll be lots of questions to be answered. If this team, if, if they go down to Emily and they win, and in what I'm sure is going to be a very tight game, if they go down and they pull this off and they win, it changes not only the narrative of this season, but it changes the narrative of the last five years and the way this team's been built. I hope that doesn't weigh on them. I hope they go in with their mind clear, knowing they just have to win the next 60 minutes. Yeah, the thing I think that stands out for me, and I, I everything you're saying is, is legit there, and, and there is reason to doubt them. They haven't earned your confidence yet, and, and nor should they have with everything that this franchise has done. What I would say uh, on my end is I am more confident. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. It doesn't mean yeah. we will get it done. But I do feel better about this group than I have in previous years. And part of that goes back to, like, even in that Montreal, one of the things, uh, Montreal series last year, one of the things people forget, in Game 5, Toronto came out and, you know, basically took it to... Montreal for a little, and then Galchenyuk throws that terrible pass up the middle. Montreal comes in and scores. Game six, Toronto outshot Montreal like 11-1 in the first eight minutes of that overtime. It just wouldn't go in. That was maybe the only time in the series where I thought Price was literally trying to steal it from us, and he looked like the old Price before, yeah. I believe it was Kotkaniemi came back. But they did show fight there, right? But it just felt different. This year's team, again, I don't know what's going to happen, but I look at the defense, I look at the, the pushback that they've shown most of the time, not all of the time, but most of the time <laughs> this year, and I feel better. I don't feel great, I don't feel perfect, but I feel better than I have in any past year um, that we've had this core in place. And I think it's big that tonight it was the big four that got it done. All of those guys now have it. You know, the monkey off their back. They're all playing, you know, reasonably well. And one of those guys can go down there and make a big play in a big moment and maybe turn the whole narrative around for this franchise. And again, doesn't mean it will happen. Just means I feel better about it than I have before. Well, it, it definitely feels better tonight after all four guys, all our, you know, our core four, let's call them a core five with Riley. Yeah. We're there. Yeah. And we're, and we're digging and fighting I be, all Riley's together. still scaring the shit out of me defensively, to be honest with you. He's making plays oh, offensively, but that yeah. pairing is not... It scares the shit out of me defensively. I know. I know. Part of me, when Lavushkin got his uh, finger almost taken off, I was like, oh. Yeah. Are we going <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, to get a little something I get it. There, it's boys. cold, but I get it. I felt that a little bit too. Like, yeah, you know, I, I hope he's okay, but, you know, it's... 
you know, I mean, if we got to start somebody else next game, right. it's not the worst thing in the world, right? right? Somebody may, with a, maybe a little bit more foot speed out there. But yeah. um, listen, it, it's going to be a tough, tough game, right? And I, 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 it's stupid to say they don't know that. They need to know that. They have to know that. For sure. It's going to be a tough game. We're going to have to buckle. I mean, if today your heart was at 150, I don't know what it's going to be. At I'm six. nervous. Like, I'm not nervous for the game. I'm nervous. Like, can my health survive? What's yeah, yeah. happen? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going to matter, but maybe order some greens for tomorrow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe a day late, and a man. half a good It's evening. too late. It's, I'm not maybe making up for shake. a couple decades of abusing <laughs> this vehicle in one day of... Of fruits and vegetables. <laughs> in fact, I might just have to <laughs> lean into the bad habits, right? Make sure hey, the wrong hand and order in a pizza yeah. and some chips. Just fortify myself as best I can. L- listen, if you have a rusty Jeep, you just keep riding that rusty That's it, Jeep, man. baby. <laughs> don't, don't, That's it. Don't give it the premium unleaded. No. Don't do it. <laughs> it doesn't know what to do it with that. It has no idea what to do with that. So, um, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be fun, man. This is one way or another. We're going to get a finish here and they didn't collapse tonight. They, they didn't shy away. They made a, a game of it. They made a series of it and, and they showed something tonight. Man, and, and I, I hate it, man. I, you know, I hate myself, right? Cause I, like, I know how this is <laughs> and we do it every time and every, and you can, you can hear it in my, in my voice this time, right? Like this is an exhausted baddie right, right. now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm physically and emotionally exhausted from that game, which is hilarious because I didn't do anything. I just, you know, I sat on my couch and watched it. Right. But this is like, this is like, what can I say? Like Kawhi Game Seven exhaustion from me. The the roller coaster up and down, and you know, hockey's such a fast moving game. It's it, it it seems worse. Well, in it between, seems worse than basketball. In between the time the game ended and the time that we were going to record here. I was in the kitchen looking for something and I thought to myself about the series, like if they win against Tampa in either six or seven here, my reward is more of this torture. Like you just, it, just, <laughs> it gets worse from here, right? Like yeah. I, it's been a while since I've endured that, right? Or, or gone through, it's been since 2004. Um, yeah, it's hard to imagine. I hope they win so that I can feel like this for longer. <laughs> <laughs> I I know, right? I know we're we're strange beasts, I'm sure, but I I do think there there's not to say this team is playing with with you know house money if they get out of the first round, but I think there is that part of all of us in Leaf Nation that is just get over this hurdle and then get over happen. this hurdle, just get right? this out of the way, get this out of the way, and then we can all move forward out of a different narrative at least, right? I, I think because I think we're all sick of hearing about it. We're all sick of hearing a tooth as much as we're here. Sick of hearing at sixty-seven. We're starting to starting to get sick of hearing about two thousand and four. For God's sake, right? It's true. And, and you know the Boston series and the other Boston series, and the Washington series. You know what? I mean? We're we're kind of over this at this point. Yes. It, it's crazy. As you know, we're watching it, and it's three minutes left, and my buddy just says, "Come on, the city needs this." Mm-hmm. Just under his breath, and I was like, "You know what?" There is no more true sentiment about this right now. We we keep having this talk among the boys every time the game's on. It's like, okay, nothing but positive juju, right? Yeah. Positive juju. Get the bad juju out of your mind. Say, Fuck you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just just thinking positive. And, and honestly, Leaf fans, that's all we can do. 
Yeah, that's all we can do. We right got now. we got the hardest part still to come. You're the in position. Still to come. Uh, they've set themselves up. Got at least one and maybe two more of these uh, before the champs are going to get out of the way. It's we got uh, we've got the the greatest the best goal scorer on the planet right now on our team. Our goalie's been dynamite and just nobody can say a bad thing about Jack Campbell. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, you know, our defense is hanging in there. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, if we've got Elander and Johnny to- Toronto woke up, I mean, this, this, this is what we need. And God, I, you know, I hate being this old and putting so much of my emotion into a sports scene, but you know, here we are, buddy. This is, here we, we are. This is it, here man. We are. <laughs> no, no change in our life now. No, no, this is the <laughs> fate we've chosen. Uh, man, game six goes Thursday, a chance to rewrite history, a chance to change the narrative around the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I should remind the good listener that uh, on Thursday morning, we'll get off the Leafs train a little bit. I know you people who aren't necessarily Leaf fans have been enduring a lot. Graham Nichols, the sixth sense, will be here. We're going to talk about Ottawa's uh, fate in the uh, the draft lottery. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's gone on since the passing of Eugene Melnick. There's been a pile of news around that team, so stick around for that. And on Sunday, uh, Rob is out of town, so I will be joined by Graham Creech and by uh, Stephen Bunda who will be back. Normally they talk UFC. They'll do the usual news and notes show on Sunday afternoon. So uh, stick around for that. That actually falls on the seventh anniversary of tall can audio. It would also be, it would also be, it would also be if we get that far the day after game. (laughs) So I'm a little nervous about what my day will look like at that point, but but good stuff to come. So, uh, Maddie, it's been fun, man. Courage. We'll do this uh, at wow. least once, maybe two more times. We're gonna have to endure this. So, oh, buddy, just uh, gonna take my vitamins. I'm gonna do the old Hulk Hogan. Take my vitamins. Say a good prayer. Drink your milk. <laughs> Lot, all the good stuff, man. If I'm taking all my the vegetables good stuff. tomorrow, you gotta drink your milk. It's. Uh, I I'd rather have it in a stove, but let's. Get I hear you. Oh, there you go. Nice milk <laughs> stove. Uh, there we go. We'll wind this one down, Maddie. As always, thank you, my man. Thanks again, buddy. Talk to you soon. That's Buds and Bolts, Game 5. We'll see you Thursday.